Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is At Home Connecticut, hosted by Joey Burgoyne, highlighting events and happenings that are taking place in your home. Connecticut on WTIC News Talk 1080. Good morning and welcome to another episode of At Home in Connecticut. I'm your host, Joey Burgoyne. And like we've done in the past, we've highlighted local events, festivities, great family-friendly things to do outside. And here in New England, we have what's called maple syrup, golden nectar from the maple tree, as I like to refer to it. It's a great thing. And it's so great. There's towns and areas that, that plan activities and festivals around this nectar of the tree. And one of them is the Hebron Maple Festival over in Hebron. But it's not just Hebron. This is an area event. And joining me this morning is Diane Nadu. She's the president CEO of the Chamber of Commerce of the Wyndham region. Diane, good morning and thank you for joining me today. Good morning. Thanks for having me. I mean, that's a, this event is big. I mean, it's not just the center of Hebron anymore. It's kind of expanded. It is. It's This is our 30th year for the festival, and every year, at least for the five years that I've been involved, it continues to grow. Uh, this event was started, like I said, 30 years ago by a group of sugar makers, sugar maple makers, um, with their own sugar houses in town at the time. I think there was five or six of them. Um, and of course, as people get older and, and times get tougher, the sugar houses are dwindling down to two participating houses. But it really was an agricultural celebration. Um, it, it was meant to teach people about maple syrup, where it came from, how to make it, uh, the importance of agriculture, the importance of taking care of our environment and the trees. It was a lot of fun. Um, as, as time changed and the event grew, the volunteers needed to spend more time in the sugar houses. Uh, the town of Hebron approached the chamber and asked us if we would be a partner in this and making sure that the event continued because it not only brings people to a really fun time and everybody can eat everything you can imagine, maple, but it's a, it's a promotion of the town. It's a quaint little New England town and in kind of the middle of nowhere. It's a great place to live, work, and play. So it's been a great partnership. And how has, you know, since maple syrup plays a big role in this event, how has the maple syrup, what are you hearing from the sugar houses over there? Uh, this has been a very unusual year. It's been very warm, and I think that has taken some toll. I guess it depends on who you talk to and how large their, the number of trees they have. Um, usually the best conditions are a warm day and a cold night. And it's, it's kind of been that way, a little bit warmer than usual. So I think the, the sap has been flowing very heavily for them, but the season will definitely uh, be over, I think, if the, wind, if the weather continues this way, it'll be over sooner than we expected. And that's one of the things, especially with this, you know, harvesting of maple syrup, it's, 
it's not an exact science. I mean, weather plays an extremely important role in it. And like I said, the the season can go longer than the sugar houses were expecting and can go a lot shorter than they're expecting. And, you know, having this maple festival kind of educates, if you will, the consumer on how volatile, if you will, the commodity of maple syrup is in this area. Right. If anybody goes to the store or to a sugar house and they buy syrup and they're paying, you know, $15 for a moderately sized bottle, there's a reason for that. Mm -hmm. Because, number one, you you never know about the weather. You don't know how much sap you're going to get before it becomes too warm and it stops flowing. So one year you can make gallons and gallons. The next year you can make half of that. It depends on the condition of your trees. So if anything affects the health of the maple trees, they don't produce as much. Like any kind of agricultural industry, it really has very high risk. And then again, you know, you're looking at 40 gallons of sap to make one gallon of syrup on average. That's a lot of boiling and a lot of work. Yeah. And I'm looking at the event. You know, you guys, there's definitely going to be the maple syrup and the maple candy for sale. The different sugar houses will have that. But one of one of my coworkers here, she grew up in upstate New York where, you know, maple syrup is a big thing up there also. And she <laughs> was... I'm going to say she was weird and never really liked real maple syrup. She was a fan of the lady on the bottle, which still. Oh, man, she needs need to send her to the doctor. <laughs> the, only t- the only time, and I see it on the list, is the only time she would eat real maple syrup is when it was poured over snow. Yeah, so that's called uh, sugar on snow. That is a, it, it can be done two different ways. The traditional way is to boil the maple syrup even more so it becomes like a taffy when you pour it on the snow or shaved ice and then you can take a a spoon or a stick and roll the taffy onto it so you have kind of like a taffy lollipop but over over the years many people now use it like a snow cone and they just pour warm syrup over top of the ice and eat it like a snow cone but either way it's delicious one of the things i even I, i i love maple syrup there's a sugar house down in guilford that uh, my family lives near down there. And I use it to flavor my coffee, and everyone thinks I'm crazy. (laughs) (laughs) If you're you're a New Englander and you appreciate syrup, it goes into everything. There's people that that make honey, and honey goes into everything. Syrup goes into everything. And I have to admit, you know, I've had a small evaporator here in my house, and we make our own, well, not in my house, but at my house, Mm -hmm. and we make our own syrup. And I I will take a, a teacup full of it right out of the evaporator and just sip it because I just love it so much, so... There's those crazy people like us. But then again, who puts on an outdoor event in March when it could be 10 degrees or 50 degrees? So a little craziness goes with it. And what are some of those activities that are going to be coming up next weekend, the 21st through the 22nd of March, that people can you know, expect to get out there and enjoy the time outdoors? So again, it's outside, so it's very weather dependent. And the last few years, it's been very cold, at least on one of the days. So some of our activities are kind of limited to that. Uh, but we have exciting things. My favorite and the most popular and that we can we can put a title on saying we are the largest tractor parade in all of New England is on Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock. We have tractors of all sizes, shapes, and ages that um, set up at Tez IDA right on Route 66. And the parade starts at 1 o'clock. They come all the way down Main Street, past the festival, and then back again. Little Miss Maple, who we crown. For the weekend, that's for any girl between ages 5 and 15 from Hebron. They get to ride on there with our Maple King, who is a maple leaf that is the best dancer and fun type person around. So that's my favorite event. But other things that we have going on is a quilt show throughout the weekend at the Historical Society. We have an arts and crafts show inside the library. 
this year, a really cool thing is we have uh, a carver, a wood, a wood uh, carver that uses a chainsaw. There is a lumberjack team that is coming on Saturday. They are professional lumberjack, lumberjack, lumberjill, excuse me, with a big, huge saws and chainsaws and all kinds of chopping things. It's very cool. And then on Sunday, the Yukon Woodsmen will be there for a demonstration of their skills. Um, there will be a couple of people, if the weather is cold enough, that will be there doing ice carving. Um, and we have a blacksmith coming to do, uh, make little little things because we can't, it's, it's very portable. Everything has to be stuck into little spaces. We have over 140 vendors. So the blacksmith will not have a full setup, but a small enough one to show you how you can make hooks and nails and stuff like that. So for kids, face painting, different arts and crafts will be going on, um, games where they can pop balloons and uh, do corn cornhole, things like that for the kids. Now, you know, the, 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 the festival is central around maple syrup. What else do we have for food out there? Because, you know, oh you can, <laughs> the amount of things you can bake or baste or broil or do anything you want with maple syrup on top is endless. It is endless. See, you're, you're a smart guy that loves syrup. A lot of people are like, how can you do that? So my favorite one that I like to say is we have a lobster truck coming, and they actually do a butter with maple syrup in it for their lobster, their hot lobster rolls. I, I, I was like a little hesitant last year, but... A little sweet and savory. Let me tell you something. There were so many people walking around with that. And, and then this year, they all were like, is the lobster guy coming? And yes, he will be there. But so that's one example. We have a lot of people making big things like cookies and muffins, fudge, candy, chocolate, chocolate and lobster combinations. Um, the, the Congregational Church of Marlboro has their traditional apple crumble with vanilla ice cream and hot cider, which on cold days is amazing. Mm. The cotton candy lady will be there making maple cotton candy. And the next probably um, most popular thing is the kettle corn, the maple kettle corn. People line up. Literally, there'll be 40 or 50 people in line to get a bag of that because they cannot make it fast enough. Oh, yeah. So we have um, Creamery Brook Bison, who is a, a local company with bison burgers. We have a donut company, fried cookie dough. Um, the Girl Scouts will be there with their cookies, a barbecue, ice cream with maple sundaes and, and maple walnut ice cream. A Latin flavor will be there with Spanish and, and Latin-themed uh, food, and that includes a maple pulled pork empanada. Now, that I saw that on the website, and that just sounds amazing, and um, it, uh, that's got to be something to behold. That. Oh, my God. I had that last year, and that was worth every calorie, every <laughs> calorie. That was amazing. But see, this, but this is... Will- What's good about events like this is, yeah, there's a lot of food and great things to eat, but you're outdoors, you're walking around, you kind of don't have to feel so guilty. At least that's the card I would play. <laughs> so, so my advice is you go with a couple of friends, you stop at every food booth and get one thing and share it. That mm-hmm. way everybody gets a little bit of something. So even our, we have a Lucky Dog Hot Dog Guy will be there, um, like in a pizza. Last year, Pizza Pixie made a, a maple white pizza that people were raving about. So healthy food and fattening food, something simple restaurant that's there makes a make a maple bacon on a stick. Okay, I'm in. Like, yeah, you, know, <laughs> you go around a lot of the other festivals and you see everybody walking around with a turkey leg, yep. you know, the big drumsticks. Oh, no. At our festival, they walk around with a slab of fat <laughs> bacon on a stick that's been roasted in maple syrup. And it's, oh, it is just delicious. It's to die for. See, what, what else out there is... An ingredient that can be used so vastly across the food spectrum besides maple syrup. Honestly, the only other 
nothing close is honey. Both of them sweeteners. Because yep. sweet can be used with sweet and baking, but it also can be used in cooking with, like you said, the sweet and savory. It makes a great combination. So honey is another good thing. And we do have somebody there, a couple of booths that will be selling honey and honey-based products. And, you know, that's one of the things. Everyone's trying to eat more healthy, eat all natural. What is more all natural than maple syrup? It's tree to bottle. Like, you, you, the only thing you do is you cook it. <laughs> oh, exactly. And so, of course, the two sugar houses are set up on their farms. And we have directions and maps. It'll be both on our website and at the festival. But if you haven't seen the process, you really should stop by because it's amazing. People, if you ever wondered why, again, like I said, it costs so much money to buy a gallon of it, you will find out when you see how much work goes mm-hmm. into harvesting the sap and then boiling it down. And if I have a suggestion, if if you can, wear clothing that absorbs smell. I know that sounds weird, <laughs> but when you walk in that house, the sugar house, and they're boiling the sugar sap and making syrup out of it, that smell is just, so, I wish they made more candles of it. That smell is fantastic, and I love that. I want to hang my laundry inside of a sugar house. <laughs> I, I know what you're talking about, and the candles don't even come close. But see, that's why... You know, we make babies cute so that mothers will take care of them. Well, we make the, the sap vapor smell so good so that people will sit there for days and nights on end boiling the sap down. It is, but it's not just, you know, it's a long, and a lot of the sugar houses in New England, Connecticut in particular, still use wood-fired stoves and ovens to boil it down. So it is a labor of love. It's 24, 36 hours of straight feeding the fire wood um, of trees that came down usually on said property for clearing out and they just keep cooking and the science that goes behind it of, you know, do you want a light syrup, an amber syrup, a dark amber syrup? Are you making maple candy? Are you making maple cream? There's a lot that goes into making maple syrup, like you said. So when you're looking at that bottle on the store shelves of real Connecticut grown maple syrup, and it is a little expensive, but it's so worth it. And the amount of work that goes into making that little bottle is tremendous. Tremendous. The evaporators, if you're making it commercially to sell, are very large metal pans that have to have a fire burning underneath it. And you have all of this liquid. You have, you have probably, I don't know, 40 or 50 gallons at, the, at, the, at any time of liquid. So you can't just like say, oh, I'm going to the store. I'm going to just shut it off. You can't shut off the fire and the boil. And then to get it back up to boiling takes so much time and energy that basically the best and most effective way is to have it boil for long periods of time. And, and yeah, I do know a lot of farmers that will stay up through the night and, and make sure it keeps boiling just to be more efficient. And it is a labor of love. Love. And if anyone else wants some more information, where should we send them to get information on the event coming up in March on the 21st and 22nd? So we do have a website, MapleFest uh, in Connecticut. You can Google that, uh, maplefest.com. And be patient because the, the most updated schedule of vendors and events will probably go up the day before the event or the day, but the second day, two days before the event, because so many people, I, I'm, getting, I'm getting vendor requests probably two or three every single day now that we're getting closer. So it will continue to change and activities will be added based on what the weather will be. So if we know it will be warm weather and we will have more grass area to do stuff on, then we can add extra activities. So the, the calendar will be on the website. You could also go to Wyndham chamber.com and there'll be information about the event there. And on that, joining me this morning is Diane Nadu. She's the Chamber of Commerce Wyndham Region President and CEO. And we're talking about the Hebron Maple Festival. I suggest everyone get out there. I'm going to be out there one of the days. I haven't decided yet. And hey, if it's cold, it's New England. Suck it up, people. <laughs> That's right. It's just 
wear warm clothes. There's plenty of hot cider, plenty of hot maple products. You will stay warm. And again, it's a great event. I hope we get some people out there for you and enjoy maple syrup for what it is and its purity. Heck, just take a little shot glass and down some maple syrup. There's nothing better. (laughs) Nothing better. (laughs) All right, Diane, thank you very much for your time, and uh, we'll see you at the festival. I hope to see everybody there. It'll be a great time. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you to Diane Nadu, the Chamber of Commerce in the Wyndham Region President and CEO, and we were talking about the Hebron Maple Festival. It's a great event. It's New England, March 21st through the 22nd. So the way this winter is going, weather should be great. There's no reason why you can't get out there. And if you have another event coming up this year that you want me to talk about or highlight on this show, you can email me at WTICcomments at Entercom.com. That's WTICcomments at Entercom.com. I'm your host, Joey Burgoyne. Remember... Great things happen at home in Connecticut. You've been listening to At Home in Connecticut, a public service project produced by WTIC News Talk 1080. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.